Hey guys, this is Leticia. And I'm Raina. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Talk. Talk. So we're two young adults who are just trying to figure this thing called life out. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together. So hey guys, welcome to Real Talk with Raina and Leticia. Hi guys. We are excited for today because we both had the same idea for what to talk about. So what are we talking about, Raina? We're talking about dating, past relationships, future relationships, expectations, marriage, everything. Yeah, that's a a lot, but I'm excited. So, well, first, um, let's preface with like, I'm I'm single right now. I'm chilling. Raina, what's your status? I'm in a relationship. I have been for over five years. Ooh, long. That's long. <laughs> five <laughs> years. I was like, is it six? It's going to be six in October. That's, that's kind of a, a while away. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. So, like, I guess let's – do you want to start with our past or our present or future? Which one first? That's a good question. I think we should start with our past. Like, how we got here – um what we learned from past relationships because they say that when you date the reason for dating is to figure out what you want so like each time that you date it should usually come away with some type of learning you know mm-hmm. so maybe we could talk about past first okay do you want to start um sure so yeah man i've learned a lot <laughs> from my past <laughs> as Atizia knows i started dating really young and like you know not kitty type of dating like when I was young I thought dating was a whole real thing (laughs) like I thought it was real (laughs) and when I was in seventh grade I dated this dated I want to put it in air quotes this guy but sometimes I think back on it and I think because I was so young I think like the way that relationship treated me really kind of messed with how I went into other relationships, even as I started getting to that actual dating age, you know, because when I dated him, I was still super, super young because I was 12 going on 13, but he hung out with so many people that were older than him that he knew a lot about manipulating people. He came from a really, really harmful family. So that part of manipulation that his dad put onto him, he like put onto me really, really young. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, kind of I think it was a really big part of how I saw myself going into the rest of my middle school years and high school and even college because he would just talk down on me so much and it was just so unhealthy like it was not good but at the same time I would still like do anything for him like anything he would treat me like crap and say really rude things but I was still worried about getting his approval and like him thinking that I was the prettiest girl and then when we did, quote unquote, again, I keep putting on air quotes because we were so young, but date, like so much drama was tied into it at such a young age that it was mentally crazy. <laughs> like there's this one story. Imagine me, right? A little 13 year old. And I was dating this guy and this one girl, her mom, her mother of a 13 year old girl, she calls me when, again, I'm 13 and she says, hey, Raina, like, are you still dating this boy? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And she says, oh, like, well, are you okay? Her, This girl's mom, are you okay with him um, seeing other girls? <laughs> what? Open relationship at 13? <laughs> what? 
Yeah. And then it gets worse. It gets worse. And she was just like, and I was like, no, I don't think, I don't think so. Like, I don't think I'm okay with that. And then she was like, oh, because like, I took all of the kids to King's Dominion and he's making out with this other girl and <laughs> in the back of my van. <laughs> Oh I, my gosh. This 13 year old girl's mother. I would have killed at 13. <laughs> called me. Called me. So, that to give you a sense of the type of drama that I was going through at 13, like it was wow. ridiculous. And that was your first dating experience? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was my absolute first dating experience. Wow. So, that like set you up for failure for like the future. Yeah, like it was insane. And then we when we actually ended up breaking up, like hardcore, didn't talk anymore. He told me he was again at 13 years old, he was like, "Oh, I cheated on you so many times because I know that you would put up with it and the next girl that I date, I'm going to treat her so much better than I ever treated you and I knew that I treated you like trash, blah blah blah." And then like my dad, my um, biological dad, he wasn't in the picture at the time. And he was like, yeah, you're no better than your no good father. Like, <laughs> yes. Crazy. Wow. At 13, I was like, wow, this is really good to me. <laughs> it's really good. Send me his address. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sorry that, wow, that was your first dating experience. That's terrible. It was- a jerk that's what i'm telling and it's and it sucks because it's like i know so many people who are age 12 11 now like it's starting younger and younger where they're getting into these serious relationships with these guys that make them feel like nothing and the younger that you get into these type of relationships the more time you're going to spend trying to heal from something that you shouldn't have gone through when you were 11 years old you know what i mean i mean there's just there's so many rejection issues and so many fatherless homes too, that I think that, you know, cause I've, I've seen it even in my family, you know, um, where kids 12 years old are dating 18 year olds, yeah. you know, and, and they just want to please them because they, you know, they're looking at them in a sense, like a father figure, they don't know it, but like, they're looking at them, like kind of filling that role of where their father was supposed to be. So they'll do anything to please them. And, I mean, what does an 18-year-old want with a 12-year-old? Yeah. Nothing but sex. Exactly. What do you have in common from middle to college, middle school to college? Nothing <laughs> but your body, like literally. So. And these guys, and the sad thing is that these guys know that, and they prey on girls because we put so much emphasis on getting acceptance from like what guys think of us and everything. And they know that and they use it against you, especially the younger that you are, the more pressure you put on getting this type of acceptance, you know? So well, I'm glad we're getting to talk about this so that girls can see that they don't have to accept certain things in relationships. Yeah, exactly. What was uh, your first boyfriend? I know we were like talking around that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, so this is the thing, like I wasn't, so my mom wouldn't let me date until I was 16, officially, right, date. But I talked to so many guys before 16. So it's kind of a hard, like, when was my first official boyfriend or when was my first, like, dating experience? You when, know what I'm saying? Yeah, when was your first dating experience? Okay. Um, I would probably say I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. and. 
my story isn't as like crazy as yours, but I really like this guy, right? And he supposedly really liked me too. Um, and he would, he would, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about all the things he did. Um, and he would literally, you know, send me all of these things and just, just sweet talk me like so much. Um, and he was actually like a year younger than me at the time. So he was in seventh grade, but he was like a family friend. So like we would all hang out together. Um, and he would just sweet talk me and just tell me all these good things, you know, how guys do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember that I found out that he had had a girlfriend the whole time that he was talking to me. <laughs> you remember this story? Yes. Um, he had had a girlfriend the whole time he was talking to me. <laughs> and he was such a fraud. Like he literally would send me, one time he sent me a song that he said he made himself, right? <laughs> and I was like, that is just so beautiful, right? Like that's so thoughtful. I go to look up a lyric in the song because I wanted to use it as a wallpaper. So I'm like, let me see if there's something that like is a wallpaper that has these lyrics. Yeah. Why is it a Wale song? <laughs> <laughs> this was a whole Wale song, and this boy said that he made a whole fraud, literally. Um, so that was my first kind of relationship. Like, it wasn't technically official, but, like, that was probably my first setting of dating, and it ended in cheating and um, lying, so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but I think the part that got me the most was just the fact that he – you know, he really knew how to make you feel good about yourself, you know? And I think that that's what I've experienced with a lot of guys. They make you feel good about yourself, but then they, like, lie. Yeah. About everything else. And they're so good at it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that's why, like, now it's such a struggle for me to even, like, take guys serious. Because, like, now I'm saved, so, like, I'm looking at different things than I was looking at before, you know, but it is still really hard and really scary for me to even want to date anyone because first of all, it's a huge time investment. Oh, you know? yeah. And it's like, if I waste, if I'm talking to you and I waste all this time, then I just wasted my time, you know, and you can't get your time back. Like you cannot. And then it's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I, so I'm kind of going into present now, but I feel like guys nowadays, like they, and I, I don't want to say this for every guy because not every guy is like this, but from what I see a lot, I feel like guys nowadays are really um, not doing much right. with lives. Mm, speak on it. <laughs> like, and, and again, like y'all, we're not coming for you at all. We're just trying to be honest and we're just trying to say what we are seeing. Um, but I see a lot of girls like going for things and starting businesses and, and getting college degrees. And I'm not saying everyone needs to go to college, but you should be doing something. And it, it doesn't have to be selling drugs. It doesn't have to be doing all this stuff. You know, you like there are things you can literally learn on YouTube, get certified in and start, you know? And I feel like from what I've seen from the guys that try to talk to me, I'm just like, what are you guys doing with your life that will add to mine? Mm -hmm. And that's it a good doesn't. question. And it's valid. Yeah. And it's like, I don't see much. Yeah. And I think that, 
I feel like there's kind of been a culture shift to where like women are now taking care of men and like I'm not here for it like I'm not gonna take care of you like you're not my son like that's just not gonna happen I'm not your mom so um that's kind of my struggle like present in the present because I'm like I don't want to just settle with someone that um doesn't really have much of a like vision for the future you know I don't know if guys really think about that anymore like what is your vision like what is your idea of a family look like you know what things are you trying to break off of your off of you and your family now so that you know um your future family will be better like that's why i'm reading this book right now called anger and it's so good y'all um it's called anger taming a powerful emotion by gary chapman and it's really helping me to deal with my own anger because i know that when i do find you know a guy i want i don't want to have the same anger issues that I have sometimes with him. I'm trying to stop that now. You know, I don't want to have that with my kids. I want to be able to teach my kids what healthy anger looks like. So like what are guys doing right now that they're trying to prepare for the future? That's my question. And if y'all are guys and you're listening, please answer us. Uh, Cause I really do want to know. Yeah. And it sucks too, because for everyone who's listening out there, especially ladies, like Leticia's point about not settling is so essential. And then especially if like we were talking about, if you had relationships in the past or your first relationship started off with getting this negative attention or needing a lot of um, attention and reassurance from guys, it's easy for you when you get into a quote unquote good relationship to settle. Because a lot of the times, like me and my friends talk about, you know, we'll say oh he's so good he doesn't cheat and that's like it and then that's what makes him good and yeah it's not true like the norm of guys not doing anything shouldn't be attractive <laughs> you know like you want someone who's out there trying to make it better for you and your future family and for themselves at least you know but yeah so reyna like what are some what are some um characteristics or qualities i know you're dating someone right now yeah just in general what are characteristics that you want in your husband um i i like really like people who are very emotionally intelligent so that means that they're not scared of having tough conversations because a lot of guys like when and again i don't want to put anyone into a box but i'm not a fan of the whole like we can't talk about our feelings or not trying to understand where I'm coming from. So understanding is a really big, big trait for me because I'm not the best. And I know this at expressing my feelings, but I feel like my other half, because I am working on that has to be willing to put into in the work of communicating with me to try to like get my feelings out. So as much as I'm working on myself to be better at expressing my feelings, I also want another, uh, a, better half i should say that's willing to have those tough conversations and also like be understanding that i'm not perfect like a lot of the times i've had a lot of friends who their boyfriends or significant others or whatever have expected them to be perfect at everything and haven't really understood that they're a work in progress Mm -hmm. and like really at the root of a good relationship is understanding that you're a work in progress as much as i'm a work in progress Mm -hmm. and so that's what's hard around like now because everyone wants this picture perfect relationship and people are really really quick to jump And I've been in a relationship for so long and I've had my flaws and we've had issues and stuff like that. But one thing that my current boyfriend has helped me understand is that 
in a relationship, it's work. Like, it's not all roses and daisies. And if it does start to get to the point where it's work, like, you have to be willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. And I don't respect guys that don't have that characteristic of, like, really putting in work for their significant other. So emotionally intelligent, being able to empathize, like, really understanding. Um, Friendship is at the core of every relationship for me. Like, if you ain't my friend, I don't know how, how are you? <laughs> like, if I don't like you, I don't know how I'm supposed to love you. Yeah. No, um, but yeah. And like, also kind of a go-getter, like at least having some type of vision. And I really, really like guys, because this is how I am, who see how they can make a difference in the world. Like on last episode, we talked about purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And I really like guys who feel like that they have a sense of purpose or that they see a problem within the world that we're living in and they want to figure out how they can use their gifts, the gifts that God gave them to address those problems. And I love seeing that come out. Like, you know, them realizing, oh, I'm good at this and this is a a void in the world and this is how I'm going to fill it. And that's something that's really attractive to me. So, yeah, (laughs) that's good. What about you? What do you look for? Because I know you said that, you know, you want to go get her, but what else? I mean, so I I grew up in a a family of like a lot of strong women, you know? Um, And so although I know that I was, you know, I'm kind of in that bubble as well. um, I want someone that is really confident in themselves because I think that the more a man is confident in themselves, the more I will feel comfortable letting him take lead of things. Mm -hmm. Because naturally I'm just a leader. Like I'm just one that'll start things like this podcast or like song studio. Like I just naturally take lead of things just in life. Like it's just a characteristic within me. Right. And so I don't want to be like that in a relationship though. I don't want to be the one that's the leader. So I really want someone that's confident, like a man that's truly confident in themselves and sure of themselves. Not saying that he's perfect or anything like that, but just someone that is like confident with his decisions because I've, I've just met a lot of, and I've been in a lot of relationships where the guy is not sure of himself. And so then it makes me feel like I have to kind of be, take lead and like kind of wear the pants, you know? And I don't want to wear the pants because we weren't created like that, you know? Like I, this might sound crazy, but like when I'm older, like I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like I want to be home with the kids. Like I'm like very, huh? Not crazy. Well, you know, in this world with like, oh, women can do more. Yes, we can. But like I want to specifically be with my children and like be at their games and like all that stuff. Like that's just something I've always wanted just, yeah, just something. Um, cook cook meals for my husband, have the house ready. Like, I just always have wanted that. I know that sounds really, like, old and generational, but, like, I've really always wanted that. I don't know why. I love that. <laughs> like, your food is ready, honey. <laughs> you want to be out here making the snacks for the soccer game? Yes. So, like, be at the PTA meetings, like, all that stuff. But have my business on the side. But, like, I want that to be my main thing, like, my family. Um, but just someone that, you know, and, and this is the thing, like a man doesn't have to be there yet. You know, like I'm not asking for a man that's there, but I'm asking for a man that like has that vision, you know, that's actually thought about, okay, um, this is what my, you know, these, these are my five-year goals. You know, this is my one-year goal, you know? Um, and I know that God has given us all very different gifts. Like I'm really good with money. Like 
If you need help saving, like, let me know. Like, I'm good with money, right? So if I need to be the one that's good with money and financially, you know, like, stable with the house or whatever, I can do that. But, like, I also want a man that can provide. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think also, like, growing up without a father has really shown me that, you know, you do – in in the in the world, right? Like you do, men have that um, that provider. I don't know that provider. Like, what's the word? What what is the thing I'm looking for? Um, I feel like men were were created to you know be the head. Um, I mean, even the Bible talks about it. Like they're created to be like the head, the protector, that kind of stuff. So in my head, I see my husband as someone that is a provider, and not always financially, but just like that can provide for the family, like someone that can help me to feel safe with them. Right. So definitely that, but, um, just, you know, really someone and someone that's funny to me, like they don't have to be funny to anyone else. They just have to be funny to me (laughs) cause I'm like really like corny, funny, you know, just a different humor, but, um, yeah, just someone that's very honest and, and serves like I'm, I love to serve and I love people that um, don't have to wait for someone to ask them to do things, but they just kind of do it just because it's just in them, you know? And I feel like that's something that I've seen in, like in my one relationship in high school, um, my boyfriend at the time, that was actually something he was really good at. He was very financially like good. And so whenever we would go somewhere he would like kind of sneak around me and always pay, you know? And that was something that is, is actually, I have a question for you for that in a second. Remind me. Okay. But that is something that I really, um, like in a man, like just his willingness to kind of take care of things, Mm -hmm. take care of me, take care of things, take care of himself, you know, someone that smells good. Those are little things, but you know, someone that takes care of themselves is cleaned up, you know? Um, I feel like I said a lot of things, but yeah, just, just, you know, just like the basic things, but someone that makes you, uh, feel good about yourself and takes care of you. Yeah. Cause I mean, it feels good to be taken care of. You know? Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of guys want to be taken care of now. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like, guys, like get it together. <laughs> Yeah, like we love you and stuff, but like, and we can take care of you in a certain aspect, but you have to take care of us as well. We shouldn't just be taking care of y'all because then it's like a mother-son relationship and that's not what we want. (laughs) We do not want to be your mother in any aspect. So um, yeah, that's kind of my expectations for like dating slash marriage and just someone like I've had dreams about my husband. And the one thing that I really notice in every dream that's consistent is how bold he is in his pursuit of me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to like really be, you know, in my dreams that I've had, I didn't have to go and pursue him. Like he clearly pursued me. And I think that women like that, you know, we want to be pursued. We want to know that, um, we don't have to chase y'all. And I know people nowadays, like women are proposing that would not be me. <laughs> now, what are your opinions on that? Let <laughs> you've already that, told me, but <laughs> that will not be me. If listen, if your husband isn't sure that he wants to propose to you and you feel like you need to propose to him because he hasn't proposed to you yet. I just feel like that is personally for me. That's just not cool. 
Because I think we were created as women to be pursued. And I think, yes, women do need to make sure that men know that they want them. Because sometimes there's confusion in that. Like men feel like they don't know if the girl wants them. And then that's where just communication needs to happen. But I think that if the man knows that the woman wants, you know, him and the woman knows and et cetera, then propose. Like what is, I don't know, what is... I don't. I just think it's really weird, and I just feel like if the woman proposes, that she's probably wearing the the, the pants in the relationship, or is just impatient. And then that's another thing too. Like if you're truly working on God's timing, I think I was listening to Heather Lindsay. I think she was talking about this. But if you're truly working on God's timing, yeah, and you feel the need to rush the situation and propose, then maybe that person wasn't really right for you because. If he was serious about making this relationship work and you already had the conversation about wanting to get married and like your life is progressing. I'm not saying like you're 20 years old, you're both in college and you're like, why hasn't he proposed? No, no, no. But -hmm. if you have, you know, your life together, you're starting to get everything started and you've had the conversation around it and it's just still not happening, then, you know, like that's just pushing time. Like that's just rushing something that might not have been meant to be if he hasn't done it yet. Exactly. And I think that I I truly do like from people like I always ask married couples, like couples, couples that have been married for so long. I'm like, what, you know, what is you guys like secret? Like what, you know, what do you say is the most important thing in a relationship? And most of the answers are like patience, communication, um, things like that. And I feel like if you already start out kind of confused in your relationship, then I just feel like it's not going to work out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially when you're going into marriage. Exactly. Like that's a forever thing. Mm-hmm. Like whoever marries me, like you're not divorcing, like you have to <laughs> die. <laughs> Divorce. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's, those are my expectations, but I had a question for you. Yes. Um, and I forgot it. No. <laughs> what were we talking about when I said I had a question? I know. I'm trying to remember because I was trying ah, to. <laughs> dang it. Um, I don't remember. We were talking about like wearing the pants. Pain. We were talking about pain. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is a question for you. So I asked this to some of my friends, but do you think when you and, you know, and I know you're, you've been in a long relationship, so kind of think back to the beginning. Do you think that a man should pay for a woman when they go out on dates? If, if so, for how long? If not, mm-hmm. then why? I have a great answer for that. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay. And I just want to give a disclosure. So I am a strong feminist woman, as Leticia knows, but very strong. (laughs) We can talk about another podcast. But I think first date, yes. And if not, personally, it's I'm not speaking for everyone out there, but I will be a little skeptical (laughs) about you. And the relationship might not work. (laughs) Because I just think it's like, like you were talking about pursuing, you know? I just think, I'm sorry, it's very old school. It is extremely old school. But I just really think that it's just a man's 
job just in the same way as I was <laughs> I was always taught that a man should stand on the side of the sidewalk that's closest to the road you yeah. know because back in the day like if mud splashed the you know on the sidewalk you wanted to splash the man so it doesn't mess up the girl's dress whatever but I I still rock with those types of traditions and so I think that the first date yes because you want to show me you know like why I should be dating you but as it gets you know longer and longer I still think it should be a thing but if not then a discussion should be had about it or if you're like mature enough in your relationship you can be like oh I've got it this time if you got it next time or something like that where it's just more balanced um but even five years in like my boyfriend still wants to pay for stuff for me even when I'm like no I got it like I can do it and I I love that because it's like at least you know you're trying to show me that you can be a provider yeah and yeah so that's my that's my hot take (laughs) what is yours I I think that's like literally the same as me and (laughs) because I think it, it goes under that provider that provider thing right like you want them to show you that they can be a provider you know it's not that, it's not that you need them to pay because we can pay ourselves yeah. and we have that ability but we want to see okay are you going to be able to provide for me and it's something so small as food but it's like it shows a lot yeah and i think for me like i feel like for the first few months the guy should pay personally for me that is how i feel because it shows that like, okay, like I am pursuing you. Like it's kind of, to me, it shows like his seriousness in it. In one, like that's just for like that type, the provider aspect. Um, And I think after the first few months, like it can be, you know, sometimes I pay for him and not in the sense of like, oh, now because I'm paying, I wear the pants. No, but like, let me, you know, treat you too. Let me bless you too. Let me take care of you too, because you've taken care of me so much. Mm -hmm. But I think that, the guy has to show that first Mm -hmm. because like I said it as women today I feel like we already kind of have a bad idea of how men are today so by them paying kind of it kind of begins to break away those ideals Mm -hmm. and it begins to break away the fact that oh okay he's paying so you know he must not be broke he must not be you know he must be doing something in order to have money you know um so I think just even him offering to pay shows that he is, you know, serious and he is trying to be committed about this and he is trying to show you that he's a provider. So I think it's necessary. Yeah. A lot of, I've asked a lot of guys and they honestly don't think that. And I'm honestly surprised. Um, I think it goes back to that whole taking care of like guys are a lot more emotional nowadays, which is a good thing that they are, you know, finding their emotions and feeling comfortable sharing them. Cause I think before it wasn't cool and I like how it is now, mm-hmm. but I do think that it's kind of got to a level where it's like, okay, have emotions, cry, do what you need to do. Don't cry all the time, but cry when necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, still realize that God made an order for a reason. He didn't make women the head. You know, and he made men the head. So that means that you do, you know, need to take care of things like you are the head, which means you are taking care of everything below you, your kids, your wife. So, yeah, that's kind of my take on it. The thing is, for guys, I never understood this because, again, like if you're really pursuing someone and you're worried about money, which I totally get, like I totally understand it. But I feel like there's just so many alternative ways to have a 
a cheap date but not a cheap date you know what i mean like do something romantic like a picnic you can buy some ritz crackers and some cheese and I don't know, meat or something, but in a picnic basket and parks are free. Like you don't have to pay to get into a park, a blanket. You have a blanket at your house. Come on. Like there's so many creative. Yeah. Like there's so many different ways to do it, but just taking someone places where number one, you can't afford and expecting the girl that you're taking there to pay. Like all of these are just not good looks. Like I'm this, I'm going to tell this one story because girls talk. Like if guys are listening, girls talk just that's another thing (laughs) and my really good friend from school I don't know if she's gonna kill me for saying this on here but whatever this guy he was trying to like win her over or whatever and so he asked her if he won if she wanted to go kickboxing with him for a date right and at first she was really confused but then she said oh yeah like I think it would be fun if we went on this date together or whatever tell me why this guy sent her the Groupon for the kickboxing class and told her to get it he was like oh this is the class that we're going to here's the link and it was like 25 dollars and he sent it to her and he was like all right i'll meet you there what <laughs> did she go no okay. no she asked us she asked us if if he, she was crazy for like being offended by him sending wow. her the link to this group on and wow. we were like no you're not because that's insane and this is what makes me mad nowadays is that this is like guys idea of impressing girls like oh i'm gonna take her on this unique date let me send her to groupon so she can get her ticket (laughs) (laughs) wow i wish a guy would he would be blocked immediately (laughs) immediately that is that's crazy and and i i wonder if guys you know, are acting like that nowadays because of the whole, like, women's rights thing and stuff. But it's like, okay, yes, we want, you know, equal pay and equal all that stuff. However, that doesn't mean erase all the other stuff that was there, you know? And and just because women's rights is a big thing doesn't mean that every woman you meet believes the same thing. Yeah. You know? So I think that's where that conversation has to come into where, ask those things before you just believe that the girl wants to pay for herself on the first date, you know, and, or at least offer. If she says no thanks, then okay, cool. You offered. But if you offer and she says, yeah, absolutely. Then there you go. There's your answer. You know, I think we just have to stop making so many assumptions and kind of just ask things. Yeah. I think that would clear up so many things in like dating and getting to know someone exactly you know but um yeah i just i just encourage guys to be more bold you know i there's a lot of guys that like dm me and are very bold and i'm not interested unfortunately in a lot of them that in, that dm me but like i love their boldness anyways yeah like, I, you try like you might get a no but like you tried mm-hmm. and i feel like guys are so afraid of rejection today that and i get it because we're all you know no one likes to be rejected like it's not fun but I mean, at least you know, okay, well, that one, you know, is not interested. Mm-hmm. And you can move on. But if you never ask or if you never ask someone out on a date or if you never say, hey, let's go grab coffee, let's go walk in the park, let's go, you know, just do something, then you'll never know if, if um, that person is interested in you anyways, you know? Exactly. But, but what's your take, I'm curious, on um, 
expensive gifts from people mm-hmm. that you're not interested in? I think they're just trying to win you over. Because <laughs> what other reason would they be getting you uh, expensive things? Would you take it, though, even if you're not interested in it? No. I, first of all, I don't really care about gifts. Like, I rather, like, hang out with people and, like, stuff like that. So I'm not really a gift person. But if I was a gift person, I wouldn't take it because it's, like, I'm accepting something from you, which I feel like in my head is, like, I'm kind of giving you an idea that I might be interested because I accepted it. And I don't even want to put that thought in your head. Yeah. Especially if I've already said that I'm not interested. And that's another thing. Guys, if a girl says she is not interested, do not be confused. <laughs> She's saying it for a reason. I've met so many guys and they're like, yeah, you know, I keep pursuing this girl, but, you know, she just tells me she's not interested, but I just think she's confused. Honey, she's not confused. She just doesn't want you. But I'm she's not, trying to be nice. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's bad to have to be rude because you're not understanding. And, like, I just don't get it. Like, there's this one guy that's always messaging me, and he's just like, why won't you date me? Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't want you. Applications are closed for you. Stop asking me. It's so annoying. And it, it's honestly a huge turnoff, because it's like, now you're begging. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, just, so guys, please, if they say no, no means no in all aspects. No means no. Yes means yes. No means no. I just feel like guys needed to hear that because I think there's some confusion in that area. I know. I don't get it too because doesn't it hurt your pride? Like, aren't you? Do you feel weird looking at your messages and being like, hmm, I texted her five times before this (laughs) and there's still nothing. But let me try again. Oh my gosh, I, it, it couldn't be me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, don't you feel weird? <laughs> like sending that sixth one? You would think. You would think, but we don't know what's going on in guys' heads. So if you guys want to tell us what's going on in your heads, you can definitely join us on this podcast. We can do a guys' take on this because I would love that. Because, um, I mean, we don't know what's in guys' heads, unfortunately. <laughs> but. <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's my take. Um, so is there, like, for you, do you have a, a, an ending, like, a limit to where you feel like, okay, if, if a man hasn't asked me to marry him by then, then it's over? Do you have that age-wise and, like, amount of years in a relationship? That's a really good question. Um, amount of years, no. But that's kind of hard because that's just, like, because I've been dating my boyfriend for so long. Yeah. Um, but I have a limit in terms of when we've talked about it and we feel like we're in a good place. I would say like six months after you've talked about it, maybe 10 months to get, you know, all your ducks in a row and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's just an easy way to understand when you're both ready. You know, like when the relationship's healthy, when you've had, you have good economic success, if you've moved in together, like there's these, just these steps that happen before marriage. And I feel like if those have been accomplished and the conversation is there, then I would be con- very confused <laughs> as to like, Hmm, okay, what's stopping you? Especially like the economics piece, because that's another thing. Like, I don't want anyone, and I've made this very clear. Like, I don't want anyone asking me to marry them until 
we're both ready. Like, don't just pop up on me when we have no money and, you know, we don't have our lives together. Like, don't do that to me because that's just not good because you're not building a house on solid ground. But I feel like if you've established the solid ground and you see, okay, these are married marriage traits that I want in a person and this person has it and we're also working on our relationship and we're getting our finances together then I think like shortly after that that would be my limit but if it goes like years after you've been living together and doing all of this then that's when I would cut it like a year max after that yeah I agree I think you know you know what you want yeah and if you don't, then that's why you're not asking. So. Exactly. And there's no point in wasting anybody's time. And that's another thing. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you come out with anything else, like Leticia said earlier, your time is extremely valuable. Who you date is a use of your time. If you're in a relationship and you don't see it going anywhere, that's wasting your time. If so, if you're in a relationship with a girl and you don't see yourself marrying her, that's a waste of your time and her time. So it's just time is very valuable. So decide wisely how you use your time. Yeah, and we're all getting older. You know, we're not. We, it's not going backwards. We're getting older. So if you see someone and you are interested in them, pursue them. Mm-hmm. The worst they can say is no, but the best thing that can happen is y'all end up being a happy family one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think, like she said, time, but also. Um, we hope you get out of this that if you are, if you see someone, say something. Yes. You know how they say, if you see something, say something. Yeah. <laughs> if you see someone, say something. Um, be okay with rejection. Yeah. Like, you know, and if they say no, then let it go. But Ooh, if they say no, let it go. <laughs> yes. Because we don't want no stalkers. <laughs> um, we're going to have to get restraining orders. <laughs> but. Well, we hope that you guys learned some stuff today. Um, that was fun. I'm glad we got to talk about that. I know. <laughs> Especially because we're getting older and stuff like that. And and also another thing I want to add is like, if, if guys are pressuring you into doing things that you know you do not want to do, especially as Christian women, godly women, make sure that your man is truly pursuing the Lord and make sure that he's not pressuring you to, you know, have sex outside of marriage and um, do all of these things that you know that you are holding on to. Yeah. Trust me, like, and we've talked about it in our, our past podcast, but like, that is definitely something that if you have already lost, you know, you can start fresh now, but if you haven't, it's definitely something you want to wait for, for your husband. Cause it's, it's definitely going to be, um, it's definitely something that connects you to people. So you don't want to be connected to a whole bunch of of bodies. You really do not. Like Raina said, you, it takes a long time to heal from those things. So if you can kind of stop it now before you have to keep healing and healing and rehealing and more healing, then, you know, do yourself a favor because it really is yourself that has to heal. Um, So, you know, your body is a temple. It's a living temple. So a, a holy temple. So just um, remember that. Remember that. And don't just let anyone take advantage of you or say whatever they want. Remember who you are. If you don't know who you are, listen to our podcast. Oh, yes. Episode two. Yes. Um, because it's so important that before you start any relationship, you figure out who God says you are. Um, because if not, you'll accept anything. Yeah. And you don't want to just accept anything because you can end up with anyone. Mm-hmm. You know? Waste your time. 
<laughs> exactly. You don't want to waste your time. So, and we don't want you to be in a relationship that's going to hurt you spiritually, physically, um, emotionally, um, any of those things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. We don't know what we're talking about yet, but if you guys have ideas, definitely let us know. Um, you can follow me at Leticia, L-E-T-I-C-I-A, Azani, A-Z-A-N-I on Instagram. And Raina? It's Elevate, E-L-E-V-A-T-E, or Lose Time, O-R-L-O-S-E-T-I-N-E. Yes. So follow us if you want to let us know what um, is what are some things you guys want to hear from us. Um, but yeah. Definitely let us know what your comments are on this too, because I know you guys probably have some comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, bye, guys. Bye.